Do you want to stop procrastinating and start making progress in your business, in your marketing, and in your studio, but don't know how? In this episode, I'm taking you behind the scenes to a hot seat with one of my marketing school students. We are talking about how to stay consistent in your marketing so that you can stay fully booked with ideal clients. Welcome to the From Better Half to Boss podcast. I'm Tavia Redburn, and on this show, I share how I retired my husband from his nine to five with my birth photography business, all while homeschooling my three kids. If you have a passion, there is a reason. It's because you were made to follow that passion. It's your time to go from better half to boss. Hey y'all, I'm Tavia and I help photographers learn how to specialize and get fully booked with ideal clients so they can go full-time. And I do this with my birth photography certification and my seven-step marketing system called Marketing School for Photographers. And in Marketing School for Photographers, we have a monthly coaching call where I not only answer student questions, but I coach them through their questions. See, a lot of times the answer to our problems isn't just to get an answer. It's to find the answer. And through the journey of searching for the answer, we grow as people and as photographers and as business owners. It's the old saying of give a man to fish and you feed him for a day. Teach a man to fish and you feed him for life. Now, think about that for a second. Which is faster, giving a man a fish or teaching a man to fish? Of course, just giving a man the fish is faster, right? Teaching him takes longer, but it serves him more fully. This is why I love coaching students and why I myself love getting coached. It can be uncomfortable at times, but it really is truly how we grow. So when you listen to this hot seat episode, I want you to pay attention to the questions that I asked her. You can ask yourself these questions too. Like when you come up with a problem or you have a problem, or maybe even go into this episode thinking about a problem in your business right now and ask yourself some of these questions. You likely already know inside the answer that you're looking for. You just need to ask the right questions. Okay, here's her question. I know we talked about this before, how to stay consistent, but I can't seem to stay consistent with anything, posting, networking, studying, what the heck is wrong with me? Nothing. It's totally normal. I go through phases where I am all in and then phases where I just stall out. What should I do? How can I be better? I love this because that is me. My best friend and I always joke about how we're so extreme and black and white and we're just like all in or not. Like, it's like, I'm going to do it every day or I'm not doing it for seven months. Like literally there's no in between, but also there's a mindset problem in there. Like identifying yourself as someone who does or doesn't do certain things. You're just like fulfilling that prophecy. (laughs) Like even me, myself, when I was saying it to her, I was like, I'm saying I am this person. So of course I am this person. Like I'm saying I'm so black and white. Like I'm either all in or all out. And then I was like, of course I'm going to be that if that's what I'm saying about myself. Right. So when it comes down to like an identity, that's big. Like you've now taken on this identity. That's really hard to break because you're like, I am the kind of person who does or doesn't do this thing. Right. So how can we shift that? 
like even saying, not even saying like I am consistent necessarily, but like, how can we shift this belief of I'm not consistent? Oh no, I just get so overwhelmed with everything. And it's like, it gets to where I, I think I can only do one thing at a time. And once I've done that, then I'm done for the day. And it's very it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. When you say I'm doing all the things, like I'm doing everything, what does that mean? Like, what does that look like? So and I'm sure like everyone here can relate. I mean, like when I'm all in and I'm being consistent for a minute, that's like posting on my social media, my Instagram, trying to learn more about Instagram and Facebook and working on my Canva and sending out my emails and working on my workflows. It's like, I get really good at time blocking and filling those times out. And then something will come up like I'm, I'm moving to a new house and then all my business stuff just stops. And then all I can do is focus on the moving stuff where I feel like I should be better at unpack a box and then do some social media and then unpack a box. But I, I, I'm trying to figure out how to get my brain to work that way. Well, moving is a big deal. So, I mean, like give yourself a little grace there. That's a lot of stuff to be dealing with, you know, and trying to run a business. So, I mean, I think anyone don't understand that. Let me ask you this. When you're posting on social media, like when you're like good and doing what you suppo- are supposed to be doing, how frequently are you posting every week? So I was getting to where I was at least three times a week because I was following the, um, the social posts that you would get big plus and mm-hmm. I can't remember. But mm-hmm. so I, that, that really helped me a lot because then I could read that and be like, oh, I know what picture to go with that. So I, was, I felt like I was doing really good with that. Instagram's a little harder for me because I feel like I stall out. So I'm like, okay, now I have to think of hashtags. What hashtag's going to work? And then people say, oh, they saw you from this hashtag. I don't even know how to figure out how do they, how do I see my hashtags, you know? So um, I felt like I was doing really good at three times a week. Yeah, you know? that's great. Um, why do you think you need to post on Instagram? Well, I, I started off mostly working on Facebook and I've had one person even connect with me on Facebook. So then I wanted to try Instagram. I was getting a lot more interaction on Instagram than Facebook, you know, more likes, more comments. And so I liked that better. And I felt like I could focus more on the businesses that I wanted to, I wanted them to recognize my name. So I, Okay. I so I then why did you go back to Facebook? Habit, just habit. <laughs> I just, because I don't have to think about hashtags, I think. Mm, that's interesting. Okay. So if hashtags are the problem, how can we solve that? I don't know. Are you using different hashtags every single time? Like every time you post, are you going, what hashtag should I use? Yeah. So I've been collecting hashtags for a long time. And so the last time I was working on the course, I kind of divided them up. Like if I'm posting about a mom thing, I'm going to use these mom hashtags. If I'm posting about a birth thing, I have these birth hashtags. Perfect. So it's like, but it seems like it's harder for me to copy them and get them over there and then post it on my phone than it is for Facebook. And I don't want to be at my computer all the time. So I think I'm so just be lazy. <laughs> no, I definitely don't think you're lazy. I just don't want hashtags to be the thing that holds you up. Cause it, it doesn't sound like you're not telling me, I don't know what to say. You're not telling me, I don't know what to post. Like I don't have photos. You're not telling me any of that. You're telling me hashtags is what's holding you up. Yeah. Is that accurate? I think so. Because I feel like if I don't have the right hashtags, no one's going to see my post. So then it's a waste False. of time. False. Oh. 
Oh, I mean, like <laughs> literally if you didn't post hashtags, I don't even care. Okay. I do think there's value in hashtags, but I think that people freak out too much about hashtags on Instagram. Like I do think that there's value in it, but ultimately you want to continue to foster the relationship of people who are already following you as well as get new followers. Mm -hmm. But if you're using the same hashtags every time, I'm fine with that. Because I would rather you get in the habit of posting three times a week consistently than fuss about the hashtags and then not do anything. You know what I mean? Hashtags are important, but they're not the end all be all in my opinion. There might be people who disagree with that. Maybe just start off doing my posts. And then as I get more comfortable with it, add the hashtags when I'm in a good rhythm again. Totally. Or literally like I have birth hashtags, newborn hashtags, personal hashtags, and I think like maybe location specific hashtags. And I just, if it's a newborn photo, I literally just copy those. Where are you copying them from? Let's simplify this for you. I use plainly. You don't have to. I literally will. Do you use uh, Apple products like an iPhone? Yes. Use your notes app and title it hashtags and just copy and paste them whenever you're posting it on Instagram. Cause then it's on your phone and you're ready to go. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Don't, you can totally use your notes app and just copy that. I use plainly, but I have the paid version of plainly and I can schedule my posts with the first comment in to be hashtags. I think you have to have the paid version to do that. Um, but it's scheduled that way, but literally sometimes it doesn't post. And I just go back to my notes app and copy them and paste them. So that's what I would say to you. First of all, is when we're talking about consistency and the fact that you're like, that's your holdup is amazing. Like that's a super simple problem to solve. Like just, you know, don't fuss about the hashtags. And if you get five instead of 30, like who cares, you know, it's not that big of a deal. And then let go of Facebook. Like if you feel like Facebook is not bringing you your ideal client. And here's the thing. I did hear you say, I feel like several times when you were talking to me. And so I just want to make sure that we're operating from facts, not feelings. And that what you're saying to me is actually true. And it's not just how you feel because feelings change, right? So if you're on Facebook and you can say, I've posted consistently, I've posted calls to action where I'm asking people to, um, message me, DM me, fill out my contact form, visit a website. They're not clicking links. They're not commenting. There is no engagement on Facebook. That to me is facts. Those are, that's data that we can make a decision based on instead of, I feel like my ideal person's on Instagram and I feel like Facebook isn't where, you know what I mean? So do you think that right now, based on what I just said, you are operating from facts or feelings when it comes to Facebook? Uh, actually, I think I, it will be facts because I have gone into my numbers, um, in Facebook and they're, they're just not interacting. But one of the presentations that you had had, you said to do the data for Instagram as well. And so that night I stayed up to like one in the morning, um, going all the way back to my first IG post and putting like what I did, what, what category it was what did I get out of it? And I realized I wasn't doing call to action. I wasn't you know, mm. using the right words to bring people in. And so all these years I was doing Instagram wrong. So now I'm ready to do it the right way, but I was getting hung up on hashtags, I guess. 
Yeah. Um, Don't let that hang you up. That's amazing that you have all of that data. Now you can go back and say, okay, here's what worked well for me. Here's how I can improve it. That's amazing. So I would forget Facebook. If you feel like it's, if I just said feel, but if you know, it's facts, not feelings when it comes to Facebook, I would just focus your attention on Instagram. Okay. What if you could get clients from social media in only one hour a week? Even if you don't know what to write in your posts, and even if you're a new photographer without a lot of sessions to share, you know your ideal clients are on social media, but it's likely that a lot of your new followers are mostly your friends and maybe other photographers and probably some spammy accounts. If this sounds like you, I have an inexpensive offer I think that you will love. It's called the Photographer's Posting Plan. It's a complete process to schedule engaging posts in just one hour a week so that you can get back to what you love, taking photos. The best part is it's only $37 and you will have lifetime access to everything inside. To find out more, head over to taviaredburn.com slash PPP. And if you don't know how to spell my name, that's fine. The link is in the show notes. Stop randomly posting on social media to crickets and start attracting ideal clients who don't care about price because they've built a connection with you and so they want to hire you. Check out the photographer's posting plan at taviaredburn.com slash PPP. Okay, let's get back to the episode. This is only like a blip on the bigger question, which I know a lot of people here also struggle with, which is how do I stay consistent? And then you started rattling all these things off to me of like social media and blogging and networking and all of these things, right? So what I would like to see you do is focus on one thing until you're consistent with that one thing. I personally would like for that one thing to be content. And here's why you can repurpose that content for social media and then it's done. And then you don't have to, like, if your one focus is content, everything else kind of becomes easier. And I know that you've heard me, I think you've heard me talk about repurposing your content on social as well as emails and all of that stuff. So when you have one core piece of content, it makes everything else a lot easier So I personally would like to see you focusing on consistent content on your blog or however you're delivering content and then let everything else come off of that. So if nothing else gets done, as far as marketing goes, you're creating content and getting it out there to your people. So what is, what are your next steps then? Create more content. (laughs) there's not a right or wrong answer. You're not going to get in trouble. I'm just, I just want to make sure that you um, have really good next steps. So let me ask you this. When it comes to your content, what have you been doing? So what I do is because I, I struggle coming up with my own ideas of content. I go to the list that I have that you provided of ideas and pick out something I know that I have a picture with and create around that. Beautiful. Are you staying consistent on schedule? Like you want to be with that? Not lately. Not since I've been moving. Well, you've been moving. Yeah. Past two months have been rough. 
I actually got a lesson um, today that I want to share with you and everyone listening. I've been doing a time audit since Thursday of my working hours. So every like 15 or 30 minutes um, in my full focus planner, which if you guys follow me on Instagram, I share my full focus planner all the time because I love it so much. I know you can't see this, but there's like a little, there's lines over here and I write down what I've been doing for the last 30 minutes. That sounds super tedious and annoying and it is. But it's also really helpful because I can go back and look and see where am I spending my time. So for example, this morning I went and worked at a coffee shop and every half hour or so I was writing down what I had done the previous half hour. And I realized I'm preparing for this launch because we're launching the certification on Monday. So I was scheduling out social media posts and whatnot. And I realized I was letting myself slip back into learning mode. And I was starting to like create this content and create posts for the Facebook group and Instagram and all this stuff. And I was going back to like, okay, so how should I write this? How should I say this? Like, how should I promote this in a way that they understand? And that feels good. I should go watch a video about this. I should go learn a little bit more. I should go look in Dropbox and see what resources I've saved for myself to do. And then I spent about 15 minutes doing that. And then I had to write down what I had been doing. And I was like, Tavia. You have been learning. Stop that. Like, I don't need to learn. I know what to do. It's procrastinating. It's me getting to a point where it kind of feels difficult and I'm bumping up against something different or new or challenging, or my brain's not doing what I want it to do. And my mind goes straight back into, I need to learn. So I'm telling you all of this to tell you as you're writing your content, do not log into the course. Don't do it. Uh You know how to write content. Think about everything we talked about today. It does not have to be perfect. Don't log into the course. Don't ask in the Facebook group. Block out some time. Sit down and write your post. And if you want feedback on it, that's fine. But don't slip back into learning mode. Don't start going over into like, how do I do this? What should I write? What should the headline be? How do I do my, how do I do my SEO? Oh, I think Tavia has like a thing about that. I'm going to go watch that. Don't do that. Because... (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) I know because I just did it today. And I I mean, like it's, it's procrastinate. What do I call it? What did I call it? Edutainment, edutainment, education, edutainment, education, entertainment, edutainment, or procrastinate learning where you're like, I am going to learn something because I need to, I don't know instantly how to do this. No, you know how to write a blog post. So even if it's not perfect, block out like an hour on a topic that when you read through the list, you're like, I could talk about that with no research. I could talk about that right now on Facebook live for 15 minutes. No problem. Pick that topic and then just start brain dumping everything you can think about it and then go back and start organizing it into steps or whatever you want to do. Because that's how you get to be good at something. And not saying I haven't, I don't, can't think of any blog posts you've read, you've written off the top of my head. So I don't know if, you know, it's something that comes easily or not to you, but when you're learning something new, the best way to learn how to do it is just to do it. And like we've been talking about fail at it a little bit so that you can learn the lesson and move forward. So I said content because I like the idea of you taking that content and repurposing it for emails and social. So if you have this content, it makes everything else so much easier. But I will say something that is of equal value in my mind as content is vendor connection. So if there's a second thing that you're gonna do, it's gonna be what we were talking about with Kylie, 
was connecting with those vendors because um, SEO and vendor networking were the two things that got me the most clients the fastest when I was, you know, had photographed under 10 birds. Does that help or did I just overwhelm you with stuff more? No, it's perfect. It's right on point. Great. Kylie said I'm a procrastinator learner. Yeah, totally. I, I, I realized as I was saying that, that edutainment and procrastinator learning are kind of different, but they're also kind of the same. But what I'll notice myself doing sometimes is like in the evening, instead of just like chilling, I will turn on a course or I'll turn on a podcast or I'll turn on something. And it's like, but I'm not actually doing anything with it. Like I'm not learning from it. I just have it on. And that to me is edutainment. Like I'm not actually educating myself. I'm using this as entertainment. So it's not really entertainment because it's got me thinking about work, but it's not really education because I'm not actually doing anything with it. It's then, it, then also it's procrastinate learning where it's like, oh, I need to be doing this like me earlier. Oh, well, maybe I should figure out the best way to do this. I'm going to go learn. And it's like, you do not need to learn. You know what to do. Stop procrastinating. So yes, totally guilty of it too. There comes a point where it's like, you know what you need to know. Like there's definitely a time for learning, but I think that when we're first starting out, we get so engrossed in like learning all the time that we, it's just becomes like what we do. It's like, oh, now I'm going to learn some more. And it's like, there comes the point where you don't need to learn anymore. So what did we learn? First, it's important to ask yourself some questions in order to find out what's behind your inconsistency or procrastinating. Once you know that, look for the one thing to focus on. Finally, make sure your inner voice is supporting and motivating you, not holding you back. If you can keep all of these things in mind, then consistency will be within reach. If you're ready to put this into action with a photography posting plan on social media, head over to taviaredburn.com slash PPP to snag the $37 social media posting plan for baby and birth photographers so that you can stop posting inconsistently and start getting clients from social media, even if you don't know what to write in your posts, and even if you're a newer photographer without a lot of photos to share. And friend, if you're enjoying this podcast, please hit subscribe wherever you're listening, maybe even text this episode to someone who would benefit from hearing this. And thank you so much for leaving the show a review on iTunes. I read each and every one, sometimes more than once. They give me life, not gonna lie. And it helps this podcast reach more people. So thank you for taking the time to do that. And my friend, if you have a passion, it is not an accident. Whatever your passion is, it is there for a reason. So what are you going to do with that passion? I hope that you get out there and make it happen. Have a great week.